welcome once again, friends. This is uh, Conversations with Alan podcast. Uh, my name is Phil, and yeah, really just glad to be here. This is part five of uh, this journey we've been on. And uh, first off, just welcome again to Alan and Mariana. Thanks, Thanks for joining us. Yeah, Hello. great to be here. Yes. It's been uh, a couple of weeks since we've gotten together to have this. Just how are you guys doing in, in general? Doing all right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> You haven't stopped to think about it? When, when you have a pause. No, it, all is good. I've been just processing way too many things. My brain, this morning I was actually thinking about unproductive thinking because it gets to a point that it's like, I'm just yeah. running in circles here. This is not good. Mm. Just stop it. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I probably was there last week and I feel like I had sort of a breakthrough, um, spiritual breakthrough. Um late last week that um, I'm kind of still enjoying the mm. result of that. So I think I'm doing maybe a little better than Mario. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Well, why don't we dive in? Uh, this, I think I mentioned this is part five and part five of a, a intimacy with Jesus journey that we've been on. Uh, Alan has created this class that goes seven weeks. And so we thought it'd be fun to have these conversations around the different themes of each each week. And the theme for this part is uh, is this thing called abiding with Christ and just abiding. And uh, so I thought it'd be fun, uh, Alan, I, I just maybe to launch off from here, but uh, as I've been thinking just about the word abide or abiding, um, it's like, that's a weird word. Like, it's it just like, I start thinking, do I, who else do I say that I've like, Hey, thanks for abiding with me. Or like, Hey kids, I hope you abide. You know, it's just, it, there's something unique to it. It has a, so tell us a little yeah. bit just about the word itself and, and we'll kind of launch from there. But what, what is this whole thing of abiding? Yeah. Uh, and what does that's it mean? a really, you know, when we're in raising the church or we're so used to that, it's, it is one of those words that, you know, we use and the rest of culture probably doesn't connect with it. Um, it really means to, uh, to live in, right. Our abode would be the place we live in. And so I think abiding is this idea of living in this connected experiential continual relationship with Jesus. Um, and maybe it comes down to the way Jesus used the vine and the branch analogy that it's really talking about a connection more than anything. It's talking about a, a continual connection that the branch has with the vine. And if that connection isn't there, the, the branch isn't fruitful. Um, so I think, yeah, maybe remaining in, but actually I think a better word might be attachment, mm -hmm. you know? Um, been doing a lot of um, just reading and thinking about um, even salvation, using attachment language to talk about salvation. Mm. Um, and I think that probably is, uh, I'll have to think about it, but might be a, a better word to describe what Jesus is talking about there in John 15. It's, it's an attached life where we are, we are continually attached to the Lord. I love that. That's beautiful. I like that word. All right. Well, talk to us then. Just what's what's your journey with this idea of abiding with Christ or attaching to Christ? Um, I'm assuming, obviously, that there's there's been a journey there. That there's been moments where that's been something you focused on or not focused on, or uh, obviously now it's something that you're you're keenly aware of. But what mm -hmm. 
yeah, what's your overall, just your journey there and just different times of success or struggle and how's that been for you? Yeah, I, I really, I think my journey has been, um, this growing, um, a, a leaning into in a greater way, this idea of with that word with mm-hmm. <laughs> a life lived with Jesus. Um, and it's probably taken different, you know, different turns and different practices maybe that help move that forward in my life in a, in a significant way. Um, but that is, that's really the heartbeat. I think when I boil, when I think about all the spiritual disciplines, the practices, um, I think that's really what it all boils down to, right? It's, um, experiencing life with Jesus. And, um, that is so inspiring for me. And it's something that I long for our church. It's something I long for people to walk in where mm-hmm. we're, we're not just going through the motions. We're not just singing some songs. We're not just believing certain things. We're actually living in this attached experiential relationship with Christ. And so probably at different stages of my journey, there's different language that connects us more with mm-hmm. me. Like the attached right now that really connects with mm-hmm. me. Um, and in the past there may have been other words. Um, so it's very much a journey, mm-hmm. but I do feel like I keep coming back to this place that it, it, it all, I feel like it all almost comes back to this, like the all things with Christ as part of our purpose statement. I feel like it all kind of comes back to that, the kind of people we want to be and the kind of life that we want to live and that I want to live. Hmm. That's really good. I think this morning in, you know, like I'm, <laughs> like I was sharing about my unproductive thinking, I was just praying and kind of, you know, trying to invite Jesus into that crazy place. I was like, gosh, I don't even know if he fits in here. (laughs) But I was honestly like, wow, I want to experience Jesus in this crazy place right now. What would that look like? And then I started to realize that I was almost inviting him to come follow me in what I was doing rather than me dropping what I was doing for me to follow him. Mm -hmm. And so you're talking about this attachment, you know, it's, it's, me letting go of whatever I'm stuck with, attached to and attaching to him into the right place. And I'm the image of the branch and the vine is so beautiful because it also clarifies he's the vine. I'm the branch. It's mm-hmm. not he's another yet branch that I'm just stuck sticking onto all my crazy life. No, I'm the branch in his vine and I'm the one to be attached to him. I don't know if that makes sense but I was just thinking this morning just the contrast of grabbing Jesus to come follow me around mm. rather than me dropping things yeah. to go me follow him hmm. you know it's interesting too I, as you were talking Alan I was the concept of of being with and just being with somebody or um, anybody who's with each other whatever the moment is and I started thinking about you know, there's, there's people, if I'm honest, right, there's people that if I'm with, I feel a certain way when I'm with them. Um, sometimes I feel like I've got to put on a front. Sometimes I feel like I've got, I'm on, you know, that's part of the, of the tension versus there's people that I feel like when I'm with, I can be authentic with, I can mm-hmm. be relaxed. It's actually, you know, yeah. life-giving in the sense of, oh, I'm with. And so as you were talking about that idea too, of just 
all things with Christ and Christ being with us as we do whatever we're doing or when we're at that, like I started thinking like, wow, do I feel like he's with me and I have to perform for him? Or mm. do I feel like him being there is now a place of authenticity or a place? And so I don't know if that resonates at all mm-hmm. or what's, how, how do you, um, how do you unpack that and the idea of being with Christ in a way that, that authenticity connects with it as well? Yeah. I remember, I don't know, someone, some, when I was a new Christian, um, new in my faith and people would use some of those analogies, like Jesus is with you. He comes back, you know, this for the second coming, you don't want to be caught doing this or, you know what I mean? It was sort of this almost him being with me. Wasn't that appealing? Yeah. Beware Jesus around. <laughs> would you, yeah. Would you do that if Jesus was sitting next to you? Kind of, uh, it had almost, um, uh, an oppressive mm. feel to it. You yeah. know? And I think that's somehow, that's often how people do experience Jesus. It's almost Jesus being with me is Jesus, the police, the law enforcement person, Jesus, right. the corrector, the, you know, he's going to correct my mistakes. And, um, and so I, I love what you're talking about because there is a, there's a, withness that I feel like I'm stepping more and more into where it is this, that's what makes it powerful. It's the authentic me. It's the real me. It's the me that's feeling a particular thing. And I'm actually welcoming Jesus into that emotion, into that pain, Mm -hmm. into that very raw place rather than, Oh, Jesus is here. I better clean up the room. I better clean up my Mm -hmm. life. Cause you know, that's, Man, that's a totally different perspective. And I sadly, I think a lot of Christians are are stuck probably in that first paradigm that mm. being with Jesus just means he's it's kind of an uncomfortable withness that I've got to I've got to put on a front, like you mm. said, which is which is sad. Yeah, and it's you know, it's so easy, I think, to have certain places in our life where, you know, okay, Jesus is here, right? And it, it, obviously, if you go to church, things like that. So those moments in time are easy to say, well, Jesus is with us mm-hmm. here. But it, it's in those other moments, right? It's the, you know, the other six and a half days of a week kind of mentality of what does it mean to invite and be with Jesus in those moments, whether, you know, at work or at play or, you know, sitting at home watching you know, TV or whatever, like where's, where are those kind of, and and I think that's where those tensions uh, mm-hmm. really start to, to come to fruition. What, I'm curious, are there, are there people or is there someone in your life that, that you're looking at and you're like, wow, they, they have this with life with Christ that I would love to emulate or that just inspires you by how you see it play out in their life? Yeah, I mean, these, I don't know if, um, maybe I'm sure there are people that I personally know. I mean, my wife is a great example, I think, of someone who just has a calming sense of, you know, abiding, which is cool. It's a very calming um experience being around her. There's a subtleness Mm. and a rootedness in her. Um, I think of someone like Dallas Willard, you know, and some of his writings and just the not, not having met him, but just experiencing his writings, experiencing him through other people and just kind of that sense of calm abiding, like nothing's going to get me worked up. (laughs) Nothing's, Mm. you know, almost that maybe some of the, the stuff now interacting lately with the uh, Jim Wilder, some of his material. And I've, I've watched a number of, of uh, his stuff on YouTube. He, he would be another example of someone I think that has kind of stepped into 
an experience of joy, an experience of abiding in Christ that really brings, uh, exudes a sense of peace, no matter what's going on. Um, which is a, yeah, I would love to be more and more in that place. I, that's funny you say that, that they exude peace. I was, cause mm. I was going to ask, I was going to ask next why do you think these people represent abiding yeah. in Jesus? Because they talk about it and they're telling you what they practice or because of the byproduct and how they, who they are. And so it sounds like it's the second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I was fascinated too by uh, somebody, you know, historically that you, you've alluded to numerous times uh, in Brother Lawrence and kind of his writings right. and practicing the presence and just this whole dichotomy of somebody who is in a incredibly um, traditional liturgical religious order, but is finding this abiding presence with God in the cleaning of the dishes and the mopping mm-hmm. of the floor. And, and his writings have become, you know, famous in that regard. But uh, just as you were talking in there too, is like, oh yeah, this is somebody who, and, and even though we don't know him, as you, you read his writings, it's just, it, it, it's, his writings exude that, that piece. He's just kind of colloquial letters to, well, uh, it was a, mm-hmm. um, a nun, I think that he was writing these letters to. And it's just, it's a fascinating story yep. of, of how you see the fruit of people who are really experiencing the abiding presence of, God, of Christ in their life and, and how that just overflows. And yeah, so I think you're right. It's, it's an interesting reality that there's something very attractive about mm. people who abide. Mm. Um, and I've been around Rayleigh, and I would say definitely Rayleigh. Because there is such a piece to, I think, just how yeah. she lives her life She's and what a, a great example. Woman. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I agree. I love I love that, that like he's Brother Lawrence, he, he wasn't trying to write a book. He wasn't. I think it, the book came Probably after he horrified if he knew <laughs> exactly uh, <laughs> it, the book came after, you know, when people collect his letters after he had died, it was, but it just shows the long millions of people have read that. It just shows that longing. Mm-hmm. We do long for that. And we're drawn to that when we see it and you know, we see it in people, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I think of Jesus, even on the, he abides in the father, but you know, in this, the boat that's in the middle of a storm and he's sleeping. It's like, that is so fascinating Mm. that he was sleeping almost this sense of such a sense of God's presence, God, the father's presence with him. And that God's got this, that he was able to just sleep in a storm. So that's pretty appealing. Mm Mm-hmm. So walk us through real quick, because I'm thinking now what you said kind of at the very beginning. You know, you had this maybe a spiritual breakthrough last week and some different things you're wrestling, whatever. How did this concept of abiding play out in your journey of where you're at today and kind of honestly the probably the peace that we're experiencing from you right now versus where you said you were a week ago? And yeah. Maybe so even some practical things that you did or experienced that uh-huh. kind of helped you transition through that. Yeah, I think what I did was I... Um, and I, I realized I was being triggered by something. And um, and in that, I decided really to, I was actually taking, I was driving to Kansas. And so I had a long time in the car, but I just thought I'm going to, I got some great time here, a couple, you know, a few hours to just to be with the Lord. And there are some things that I, I want to process with him. And so this was one of them. Uh, and I think this this is an opportunity. These kinds of things are opportunities in our lives to abide. It's where 
I was really I was realizing I'm getting triggered. Um, something's being triggered in this person's response to me that makes me feel ignored, neglected, rejected. And it was it was I could tell it was hitting a deeper place in me that I kind of had been stuffing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not a big deal or whatever. Yeah, it kind of hurts, but you know, I was sort mm-hmm. of stuffing it and I thought, I haven't really processed this with the Lord. And so for me, it was inviting. I was in. I invited Jesus into that. Like Jesus, help me understand why. Why is this triggering yeah. the fact that He hasn't emailed me back? And so, real quick, you're driving in the car. <laughs> I'm driving in the car, and you you invited Jesus. What did that I look did. like? What did it mean? It was just, I was just were you like, by yourself? Or? Yeah, I was okay. by myself. I wouldn't. Yeah, we were with someone else in there. So I was by myself, <laughs> just time with the Lord. And for me, I like driving. It's sort of a therapeutic. Um, when I'm by myself and I'm, it's just a, a peaceful time. So there mm-hmm. I am, you know, driving on the Kingsburg cutoff or whatever, and just in, in, um, started by enjoying the Lord. But then, God, this is something I want to process with you. Mm-hmm. So this is how I felt. What is, why am I having this strong of a reaction mm-hmm. to this person not emailing me back? And that question then, so I'm, I'm, I, to me, that I'm abiding in the sense that I'm inviting Jesus, speak into this, show me. And it brought to mind uh, another relationship in my life and another experience with a person you know, earlier in my life. And realizing how hurtful that had been, and I hadn't ever really processed that. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't about this email. It was about this other relationship. Right. And man, that hit like this this place of some deep emotion for me, deep hurt. And, and so I literally began to experience these emotions in Jesus presence. And I acknowledged that this is how this made me feel. And, and I spent, you know, a few minutes just, just talking through that, basically acknowledging the hurt. And then I brought it to the cross, right? I, I chose to forgive this person. Um, again, with Jesus' help, just forgive. And then asking the Lord, what lies have I been believing about myself because of this past experience? Mm. And he brought to mind a lie. And so I was in this place of interacting with him in a deep level about mm. something that I knew um I needed to look at because it had triggered a pretty deep emotion in me mm. or an unsettledness in me. And so that's one example, I think, of how I'm trying to live this out. Because it's hard. I mean, in the midst of the busyness of our day, it's it's hard to stop and be aware and practice the presence. And I think conversational prayer, things like that help. But man, when I've got an right. emotion that is, or something that's mm-hmm. triggering a deeper response than it should have. Yeah. That's like, Hey, this is, this is a place <laughs> that I need to welcome Jesus into and have him counsel me in this. So it, it literally, it felt like a counseling session. Mm-hmm. It probably went on for an hour and I felt like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I owe you Lord for, you know, that last hour, <laughs> 120 bucks. What's the rate? going rate? Exactly. <laughs> I was like, wow, that, that was amazing, <laughs> but it was it was a counseling session That's with him, so good. and I felt yeah really connected to him in that in that experience. Uh, it's great. What I love about that example again too, I think sometimes this concept gets limited to just 
just practicing the presence, yep. which again, I think has huge uh, ramifications and is really fruitful yep. and wonderful. Um, but what you're talking about is something a little bit different, and that's this invitation mm-hmm. into the parts of our lives and parts of our stories, parts of our emotions um, that maybe we haven't invited to in terms of that kind of with life. Um, and that's that's really, really good. So, mm. well, cool. thank you. Yeah. yeah thank so you, guys. Good. And uh, yeah, I guess until next time, everybody, take care. Sounds yeah, good. Bye.